when we're on dates, right? Your first date with someone, you are not going to be revealing every negative flaw about yourself. You're going to put your best foot forward. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Lauren Hardy. Today, I'm going to talk about how to find and hire the best talent, the best employees to scale your wholesaling business. I see this all the time. You want to scale your business because you are tired of the grind. You want to take a vacation and know that your business is still running when you're in Hawaii with your family. There's this pivotal point in every self-employed person's career where they realize that they left their corporate job and they thought they were a business owner. They thought they were becoming an entrepreneur, but really all they did is they created another job for themselves. But this time, Time, they really have to work harder because the check isn't guaranteed. Even worse, they don't have paid vacation or paid sick days, no benefits at all, right? Here's the problem with your thinking. You did not think about this ahead of time. You thought that starting your own business or becoming an entrepreneur instantly meant that you were going to get time freedom. You didn't think about the fact that if you're not there doing the work, no one else is going to be there. Therefore, you are not going to get the work done and you are not going to make money, okay? So you need to now think about how do I scale my business? How do I use other people's time to make me money so I don't need to use my time anymore to make money. And that is when you finally officially become an entrepreneur. When you are not working in your business, you're working on your business. But with scaling comes some growing pains. And I am gonna help you with this episode, try to avoid some of them because believe me, I went through them myself. I was never taught how to hire people. I never worked in management. I was an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur longer than I've actually been an employee at a company at this point. I started at 25 years old. I didn't have a whole lot of work experience and I definitely wasn't in management or HR or anything. When I started scaling, I got in this terrible cycle of hiring and firing and hiring and firing, just hiring bad people over and over again. And I learned if you put them through this process that I'm going to give to you, you can avoid a lot of wasted time and wasted money and turnover. By the end of this episode, I'm going to change your perspective that when you have the right people in the right seats, that is the success to a business. I don't care how smart you are, how great your idea is. If you do not have the right people in the right seats, you will not succeed. And I'm going to give you the tools to get you closer to having the right people in the right seats. I'm gonna go over where to find the right employees. I'm gonna share with you my interview process and how I background check them to make sure I'm not getting any crazies. And then I'm gonna go over what I do the first 90 days when they're hired. So let's get started. Where do I find my employees? Where do I find them? I actually find them two ways. Number one is job boards online. And then the other is 
just from referral. So job boards I like. I really like wisehire.com right now. I've tried other ones and there is something about their platform that's the best. Their job postings go to pretty much all the job boards. So I'm getting really good exposure. And if there's something about their portal, it works really well. It's very user friendly. So I have really loved Wisehire and I've gotten a lot of my employees from there. Next is referral. So when you have a good employee, chances are they hang around good people. They may even have people that they used to work with at previous employers, especially during COVID when a lot of people got laid off. There were mass layoffs. So if I hired one employee that say worked for Disney and Disney laid off a bunch of their employees, now I might have access to more Disney employees that might be similar to the one employee I had that's worked out so well. So always ask your current staff, do they have any friends that they know that they could refer? So say you have a bunch of job applicants. Now, what does the interview process look like? I'm gonna take you through it. But first, I'm gonna explain to you one thing. Know that in the interview process, you are not meeting that person. You are meeting their representative. So there are a lot of people that are very good at putting a good face on for interviews. I call them bamboozlers. Their representative is like top class, but it's interesting how completely opposite they actually are when you finally hire them. I think everyone has a representative, right? Like when we're in an interview, we're not totally relaxed. We are putting our best foot forward. When we're on dates, right? You're first date with someone, you are not going to be revealing every negative flaw about yourself. You're going to put your best foot forward. But there are some people whose best foot is like a mile forward from who they really are. And they are just really good interviewer interviewers. They know they're salesmen. They know how to say the right thing. They know how to interview. They might have studied interviewing. They're good at like reading behavior. Those are the people I'm going to teach you how to avoid. And there is a trick. I have one trick that has worked for me every single time. So make sure you keep listening. The first thing I do is I have a 15 minute phone call. And what I'm trying to accomplish out of this 15 minute phone call is weeding out anyone that I just know right off the bat isn't going to work. And I don't want to waste an hour of my time talking to them. So I don't even set up an hour in the calendar. I set up 15 minutes so they know this is a quick call. And in that 15 minutes, I'm just listening to them, how they talk. Do they sound like they're someone I would want facing a customer of mine, for example. Do they sound distracted on the phone or did they give me their full attention, meaning that this job is important to them? Do Did they show up on time? Did they answer the phone when you called them or did they call you? I want to know that they're punctual. That means that this position means something to them and that they're responsible and that a year down the road, I'm not going to be constantly waiting for them to join a Zoom meeting every time we have one. I have seen some crazy things happen just in this 15 minutes. I remember I had a girl one time, I'm interviewing her and I can tell she is washing the dishes as she's talking to me. Are you kidding me? If a job is that important, are you going to be washing dishes when you're on the phone on an interview? You would think that this is common sense, but there are a lot of people that don't have common sense and I don't want those people working for me. There's also just 
people that have funny personality quirks. They start bragging about themselves or they sound really arrogant. And those are people that I don't want. I want happy, humble, and hungry. I do not want arrogant people on my team. They don't fit into our culture. Now, the next interview I do is a one hour phone interview. I do it over the phone because again, I don't wanna waste too much of my time and meeting in person takes more time. So I do a one hour phone interview. And what I'm trying to gauge is two things. Did I enjoy talking to them? Is this someone I could be friends with? And number two is, did I get any weird gut feelings about them? Any, did they say anything that made me pause for a minute? Now in my history of hiring people, anytime I had someone who gave me a weird feeling, like they said something that revealed something and it made me pause. I always learned that I regretted hiring that employee. That little pause was something that ended up being a bigger issue. And it's shocking. Sometimes it's so small that you wouldn't even think much about it and you could easily talk yourself out of making it a big deal. And I've done that and I've regretted it. So anytime you are in the interview process and they say something that you go, huh, that was a little weird, or I probably wouldn't have said that in an interview. I want you to think about that and disqualify that person right then and there. Learn from me. The next interview is a one hour in person. And this is really where I'm, again, looking for more pause moments. Are they, did they say anything weird to reveal something strange about them? Were they on time, punctual? Are they dressed professionally? Did they hand me a copy of their resume? I look for a call. I look for that they know how to present themselves professionally. I look for those things. I wanna see that they respect me and they respect my time and that they are truly hungry and humble and happy. At this point, I usually have good talent in front of me as long as I don't get any moments of pause. And the pause thing is hard because, man, everyone does little things here and there. But I will say that my best employees I have, they never made me pause for not even a second. I enjoyed talking to them in the interview and they never said anything that like I thought about was a little weird after the interview. Now, remember, you need to be patient. You need to talk to a lot of people. Sometimes it takes 50 applicants or more to get that right person. And you need to talk to 25 plus applicants or more to get to that right person. Do not just talk to three people and hire one of the three. Be patient. You will not regret it. What you will regret is hiring too quickly and that over costs businesses money and wastes a ton of time and they really tire you out. I know what it's like to want to graduate to that entrepreneur status where I'm not working in my business, but I keep having to hire and fire. And every time I fire, I have to jump right back into that job role to make sure that it it actually happens and I don't lose money. And then trying to hire someone while you're doing that job role, it's exhausting. So taking your time to hire the right people is so important. The last step I do, I always do a background check. So I get my background checks from a website called Clear Checks and I just do their professional package. I think it's $99 and it does a full like criminal background check. Um, It has some other things that check. I just do that and I make sure that there's nothing in there that looks questionable. I also call three references. Now I would say the references that they always put down, it's never gonna be anyone that says anything bad about them. So I actually take the reference thing with a grain of salt, but what's most important is I wanna see that they can give them to me very quickly, that they aren't, 
hiding references or only giving me two when I asked for three. Um, but just know that references are usually going to be fans of the person or they're going to just do the person a favor and say the right thing. So that's it, guys. That is my strategy to getting good talent in front of me. The rest really is rolling the dice on the person and taking a leap of faith. But at least now you have a framework to put them through. Remember these rules, set these boundaries up and have that perspective that once you get the right person in the right seat, your business will flourish and grow. If you have the wrong people in the wrong seats, it won't. I have a book recommendation. Check out the book Traction. They talk about the right people in the right seat and it's a really good book. It helped me, my skills as an entrepreneur and refine my hiring process. So highly recommend. Hope you got a lot out of this episode. If you did, make sure you share with a friend and thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.